Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And you are looking live at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas. And this is Talking Cowboys. Bill Jones, along with Mickey Spagnola right here. And the what a lot of people consider the better half of the foursome here. Oh. Ryan Broaddus and the Lone Star Emmy Award winning Rob Phillips on hand as we are back at the star. First off, congratulations, Rob Phillips, Kent Garrison, Derek Eagleton, the entire DallasCowboys.com team for yet another bonanza last night. Thank you, Bill. That's a long intro now. Lone Star Emmy winning. Uh-huh. Rob Phil- is that every day? We're going to do that every day? Okay. If, yeah, that'd be if, good. If that's be the good. way you want to be. <laughs> no, 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 no. Appreciate we'll that. Appreciate that. We should allow him to give his acceptance speech that he got shorted yesterday. What happened? Kent handed it off to me, and they have a timer there for 20 seconds, and literally it said zero when he handed it off to me, and I was like, well, that's about <laughs> it. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> that's, that's the best kind of acceptance yeah. speech to give. Yeah. So Kent went on and on? He did. No, yeah. no, he only gave you 20 seconds. <laughs> so you know. he used 18. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fun night, though. Yes. A lot of fun. Congrats yes. to our entire crew. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, Brian, I understand you didn't make it there, but uh, you would like to pass along. Absolutely. No, this too, is, no. Uh, you're absolutely right. This is a great crew we work with at DallasCowboys.com. A lot of talented people yeah. uh, that are involved in these uh, projects. And so, yeah, it's great that. Uh, you know, my friend, uh, our friend to all of us, Amber Garcia, won for football analyst. And four years ago, she said in her speech, she goes, she didn't know anything about football. So it just shows you, though, if you're willing to take some chances, move on, you know, and do some things in your life, you can you can make accomplishments. And she did a great job. And, that. and have a mentor like Brian brought us. Yeah, thank well. you. Appreciate that. That's right. right. Mickey, how many of those have you won? Uh, I came in second last year. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Mickey. I lost to a basketball guy your, yes, your, last year. Your buddy John Radigan beat oh, me. Oh, okay. All right. All right, so we are back at the Star in Frisco. We're over jet lag. Everyone's past the jet lag. Yeah. And how many oh. nights on the road was it for you all? 25? 25. Not, not that we yeah. were counting, but yeah. 25. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to be back. You're right. Yeah. And a good atmosphere for us to practice. The fans here, Ford Center is a great place. Uh, to uh, to have a practice, it's indoors. It kind of again, it goes back to what we saw at Oxnard. You don't have to survive the practice in places like this. You could focus on getting better, doing the right things, and not having to deal with the heat and humidity. So good things for the players to be indoors in this beautiful facility. Yeah. What if you had to practice in Hawaii for two weeks and that be weather rough. for the game was be Saturday? Rough. Yeah. It was pretty hot, wasn't it? Well, it wasn't Austin hot though. I no, mean, was it Wichita what, Falls? What, what, what Wichita Falls. Yeah, like the it wasn't camps quite the that. Past. I don't know. Yeah. It was 98 but degrees on the field. Mickey, was it really? Mickey, yeah. Yes. Mickey the feel, did TV. The feel like. Yeah, the TV. The feel the like was yes. 98. The, re, the real temperature was 89 or but so. But it felt like 100. Yeah, because yeah, you were down on that field. We, right. were, we were toweling off at every break. And so we are kicking off. Football is back here at the training camp at the Star in Frisco. And, yes, you are looking live at Dak Prescott down on the field. It is free and open to the public, not only today with practice just now getting started. The team's just the team just arrived on the field uh, moments ago, and they're uh, stretching and, and doing their thing, get ready for the practice, and uh, which goes a couple hours here. And then it will con- continue. Camp will continue on Wednesday and Thursday as well. There's activities going on on uh, Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center. And so it's a great opportunity for you here, uh, here on Talking Cowboys to take a look at some of the things going on the actual practice is scheduled to start at 11:15. i think they had an opening ceremony uh earlier 
Uh, we were with Jason Garrett in his press conference, so we didn't get to see that. But the actual practice, 11:15, and when I showed up here at about nine quarter to nine, people were already pulling into the parking lot. Yeah, it uh, looks, to attend this thing. It looks like a good crowd shaping up here, and uh, for fans that have been paying attention to camp in Oxnard, you're getting a f couple familiar faces back today. It looks like Tyrone Crawford, and there he is. Is that D Law? That's yeah. D-Law. D-Law. Tank Lawrence will be back doing something in practice today. Looks like they're going to activate both both of those guys from Active Pup. And Sean Lee sounds like he'll be out there, too, doing something, coming back from a little bit of a knee sprain that he had in, in Oxnard. Mickey, you, you saw Sean Lee yesterday, right? Yes, Sean Lee was uh, working out, doing his rehab in his helmet and pads out, outside. Outside. In what outside. Was, what was more than 98-degree heat. Yes, absolutely. And – we are proud to report that the new field looks like it's in place it and ready good. to go. All right. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's green, it too. All right. Just in time for practice back here. <laughs> they must have spent a lot of money watering that field. That's all I got to well, say. Let's not go there. While we were <laughs> <laughs> As other people don't water their yards. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, it, it, again, I'm, I'm really happy that we have this opportunity to have our show on. It's not often at all. I mean, this is one of the first times that we've been able to do this. But, uh, you know, to be able to watch practice and talk about it a little bit, looks like we're going to get into a little bit of what they, they, they call this, like the, really like a walkthrough part. But it's you'll see some spirited stuff going on here. These are some plays that they're going to run uh, that you'll see in practice during team periods and stuff. So this is kind of a, a pre practice to the practice of them going through some plays here. Yeah, and it gives fans an idea of who's lining up where, you so, know, because we talk about it on the show, but other than blue-white, there really hasn't been a lot of that visibility. Training Camp Live, a little bit of that right. in Oxnard. So, so here, here, here's how badly Demarcus Lawrence was chomping at the bit to get out there. So this is kind of the practice for the practice. Right. And Dorrance Armstrong went out there as he normally did in all the practices in training camp at left defensive end, and Lawrence went out there and just pushed him away and goes, I'm in. There you go. Uh, number <laughs> yeah. number 50's out there, too. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. And then Lyle Collins had to shake hands with uh, with uh, DeMarcus Lawrence. Like, oh, hey, where have you been? I've uh, Now I, I, I got glad to see you out there. But, yeah, it is good to see him uh, uh, put on the, the shoulder pads, go out there and kind of go through this a little bit, get an idea, you know, not kick some of the rust off himself. But, you know, he's going to be ready to play. See, We've been watching him in, yeah. in Oxnard. And, and there, I mean, you talk about guys that have been working hard. It's not like these guys that are injured are just over there drinking Gatorade and hanging out with us. They're over there working. Britt Brown, the, the weight staff, the strength staff, they've done a great job with these guys. So it's a reason why these guys have an opportunity to potentially play in that opening game. Mickey's been saying it. He's He's been well on track to be back. And the fact that it's August 20th and he's back, Tank, practicing I don't think there's like Brian said there's any question about his availability for September 8th barring some kind of setback he's, he seems like he's good to go I would think he's right on schedule exactly yeah. how yes. they mapped it out they did a great uh, job with that yeah. when and it, it the also, player and the staff yeah. it also looks like uh, Tyrone Crawford is out there on the is that him on the yeah the that right is. defensive yep. end that's so, the other thing. We've been talking about that. Where exactly is he going to line no, up? No, no. To me, Rob, he's the starter at right defensive end. Okay. Even when they got Robert Quinn, I felt like that they were still going to go with this combination and then use Quinn as a situational rusher and yep. maybe even kick Crawford inside at tackle to go with Malik Collins. I mean, you have to think about, too, the human log in there as well. Those two guys inside, Collins and Woods, have been a force they have. in these practices. They have. Uh, they've done a nice job. And the other thing we've been seeing in practice when that first team goes to the nickel, uh, 
Christian Covington comes in at one of the defensive tackle yes. spots as uh, he just did right there when they went to nickel. So yep. they keep an eye on this guy, number 95. Yep. Uh, they really like him. The other thing, when you were talking about the, how hard those guys were working in their rehab, uh, I was telling the guys this morning on the fan, I go, they're chomping on the bit to get out here and get away from Britt Brown. Yeah, he's Because he's, he will he's, wear he's, them out. He's Practice no is yeah. easy he's compared no to that. Exactly right. Exactly right, though. You saw the offensive line. You got Cam Fleming working at left tackle. And, of course, Xavier Suofilo is at right guard as Tyron Smith and Zach Martin out of practice today. Yeah, and Suofilo has been a guy that, yeah, I don't know how you everybody feels here in the booth about him is I felt like that he was one of those bubble players coming in to training camp and now with some of the injuries and things that have happened he's played pretty well he's played he's earned his varsity letter jacket already in all the preseason snaps he's taken yeah. 70s so, yeah, like it, a game. It, it, yeah every game he's taken so you know it's a shame that uh, Connor McGovern did not get those opportunities it had been a great chance for him but Suofilo has shown that his ability to hang in there and survive and be just good enough is uh, probably going to get him on this and football team that's another update from Jason Garrett this morning McGovern their third round pick with the pectoral strain, still not ready to practice, don't have a firm timetable on when that's going to be. So it makes a guy like Suofilo more valuable. I mean, think about it. This was a guy that started several games for them last year until Connor Williams kind of retook that left guard spot. I'm with you. At this point, I think his depth and experience is valuable for this team as they have to make that 53-man roster decision coming up here. They might go a little lighter at offensive line. Then they, they, I think they're going to carry more defensive linemen and less offensive linemen. So it might be eight, nine, maybe. I mean, that's well, kind of what okay. they're, they're kind so of playing with right now. You just kind of well, – Rob just sucked wind through his teeth there I, when I said the word eight. I did just because you've got – I mean, they're not – they say they're not worried about Tyron Smith, but he didn't make the trip to Hawaii because, right. of, you know, that back has bothered him in the past. You've got two – Pro Bowl Zach. linemen with Zach as well, Bill, with, with back issues. So I wonder, I mean, I might think about going a little heavy, but you're right. There's so much young talent on the defensive line. you got to make some decisions. And real quick, we got to get to a break with Connor McGovern now as we get deeper into this thing and the potential for IR for him. Yeah. And to keep, keep in mind, if he was to go on IR with a chance to return at some point this season, he has to be on that 53-man roster. One day. Yeah, right. right. The final I, cut down. He did it with Rico Gathers last year, same and then, way. And yeah. Then. I think they're leaning towards keeping him on the 53. There you go. They All want right. him practicing yeah. from what I've been told. Yeah. So both he and Luke Gifford uh, have a good a chance of being on the 53, there you even go. though they probably won't be. So if that's the case, that's nine offensive linemen yeah. right away. There you go. Right. right. And there then the 10th one would be a, a guy, if you put 10 on, it, it would be a developmental type yeah. type player. Yeah. Okay, we're going to continue with more Talking Cowboys live from Cowboys practice at Ford Center in a moment. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... It's right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. 
Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation. This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the STARS aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Back. Cowboys. And we are talking Cowboys at Cowboys practice the return of football to the star in Frisco. We're at Ford Center. Bill Jones, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, and Brian Broaddus as the team starts the stretch portion of practice right now. It's free and open to the public. It'll be open also uh, tomorrow and Thursday. Of course, the Cowboys play the Houston Texans at AT&T Stadium on Saturday night. It's a 6 o'clock kickoff. And then back here, final two practices of training camp on uh, Monday and Tuesday open to the public as uh, well. All right, but while the team is stretching out here, one item making news, of course, is the comment from Jerry Jones after the game in at Aloha Stadium. Look at Mickey's face. <laughs> Zeke, Zeke, who? Jason Witten on CBS 11, by the way, last night. Had some very interesting comments about that after the agent said that they were upset about what Jerry had said. And Jason laughed it off and said, he, first off, he said it was, he thought it was a brilliant comment, but, uh, but he laughed it off and said, there is no way in the world that Zeke is bothered by that comment. If you know the whole context of the way it was delivered. I, I would imagine he was the first <laughs> one to laugh. Exactly. Right? And, and he knows better. That's right. Right? So it was a joke. It was. Can we not joke around? <laughs> Think about this. His agent, Rocky Arsenault, has not said anything during this whole process, and then he chose that moment to speak up and text. Seriously? <laughs> Actually, Clarence Hill was the first one to laugh. And that's yes, he the, was. That's the hardest <laughs> I've ever seen Clarence laugh, and that's saying something. Um, I think somebody posted the full context of Jerry's answer, and it was, as Mickey said, it was he will be – Pony Pollard will be a complimentary player to right. Zeke. We want Zeke back. It looks like he's going to be a great compliment to Elliott once he comes back. And, I mean, that's – that's the obvious answer, right? Because it, obviously Zeke Elliott, you can make a strong case, is the best back in the NFL. Oh, no, they're absolutely right. And they, they did find a back 
that has a similar running style. If you look, can go inside, can bounce the ball outside, catches the ball well. You know, there's things he's going to have to work on with the, the pass protection, and notwithstanding what happened on the sack, because that's not his issue. But I think that he's on that path to where he could be a complete back. And if you want to put somebody in the game for a few snaps and use him as a weapon, Tony Pollard looks like a good piece for that. And let's clear up what happened on the sack. Yeah. Because uh, there's been a lot of talk on social media about that. When you look at the play, Jason Witten's involvement in it as well as Pollard. What do you see, Yeah, Brian? what I saw, but I also asked somebody that would know what was going on. I mean, right. I didn't yeah, want to go that's down. that's the other thing is yeah, I didn't we want need to know what the assignments yeah, exactly. were. And that's a little bit of a dangerous thing, a game right. I work with. And so, But I asked somebody that said, the outside linebacker Patrick beat Witten on a quick move. That happens in football. The guy made a, a, a great swim move. Witten set hard to the outside, thinking he's going to have to take him and widen him and keep him outside. Well, Patrick went inside on the swim move, but he was so quick to beat Witten that it got on Pollard, who was doing his play fake, who was going through the going through that side, and he had really no time to adjust. So it looked bad on two levels. That two players give the give the Rams player Patrick, the outside linebacker, a lot of credit for an outstanding move. So as far as Pollard is concerned on that play, his assignment is to carry out the carry fake. out the However, fake. However, when he sees that linebacker, he's coming. trying to be a football okay. player. He's trying right. to be a football. And, and, with, and with and I was told with more maturity, more experience, he'll see like, oh, okay. Next time I know this play, there might be somebody of flashes that I have to be ready for. And then as far as what Witten did there, Witten, after he missed on the linebacker coming, he immediately turned around. He's, he's thinking, and he was an outlet for Dak he if was Dak thinking, had any opportunity, any opportunity to get it to him. But, but and, and we're talking about pre-show. Lyle Collins got beat on the play too. So if Patrick doesn't get there, Lyle Collins guy's right there as well. And then Dak could have diffused it if he just got rid of the football. Tried, yeah. He tried too hard. Right, yeah. and he, to you know what? Yeah. He almost fumbled it yeah, at that exactly. three-yard line. Exactly. So, and that's something Dak has talked about, like, just live to see another day right. on a certain play. That's some, I mean, some of the sacks he took last mm -hmm. year, he tried to extend plays, and he even acknowledged that. And yeah. what, what what was that? It was like the third third play of, yeah. of the deal. Shame on Uncle Wade for blitzing that early <laughs> in a preseason Gets his game. old team, man. Yeah. Gets his old team. But the Cowboys, what, you, what was the most impressive thing on that drive, in your opinion, Brian? I'll tell you what. I, I love the way there's a couple of things. I love the protection and the ability to get the ball down the field. Uh, to Gallup. I thought Gallup made a great adjustment. He tracks the ball really, really well. His strength that he's shown not to get, old Gallup would have been pushed out, out of the sidelines. Williams, the corner, would have just ridden him out, but he stayed along the path, yeah. fought, separated. I'll tell you another thing. I was impressed with the second level block that Travis Frederick made on the touchdown run. That's the old Travis Frederick right there. He, he, he partnered up with Suofilo, they secured the down lineman, and he got to second level. And once he got to second level, then that meant that Pollard had a chance to get behind him, and Pollard balanced, finished the run. Those are impressive things in that drive to me. You know, Gallup, he, he, he for a part of that route he ran, he looked like a wily veteran because yeah. he slowed down just a little and got the DB on his hip and then took off again. And had Dak thrown it a little further, he would have caught it in stride right. and been gone. He had to come back and get the ball. Uh, the other thing that I thought was impressive is they had three third down opportunities and they converted all three. Yeah. 
Uh, and that was something I think they had to feel good about. Nice wit because they made yeah. trouble yeah. Uh, converting third downs uh, last year, early in the season until Amari Cooper got here. And that's where Jason Witten can come in, right? right yeah. Big, big ten-yard ten catch on third down on an option route, just kind of finding a way to get open. And that's you know that's such a safety blanket for Dak that they missed. What about last you? Year. Well, and then and then Pollard, you know, yeah. sure. Uh, and the way that throughout the drive, you know, he had one reception for nine yards, but you talk about inside, outside, that sort of thing right. with him and, and what they're going to be able to do with him. Yeah, this is not a small guy. I mean, people want to think of Lance Dunbar. No, this is not Lance Dunbar. This is a legitimate right. guy that's got a little weight to him, though, and he's got that explosive quickness, that ability to put that foot in the ground. Again, they had him wrapped up on the uh, going in on that goal line. He was able to break a tackle of a, of a, off, of a defensive lineman and get that thing into the end zone. And think about this. You you mentioned Dunbar, and the same thing last year started with Tavon Austin. Right. Right? Oh, he can line up in the back. Tyrone, Tyron Smith is out there, by the way. Yes, he is. I yeah. don't know how much he's going to do, but he is out there, and he led the jumping jacks. Uh, with Pollard, when you put him back there, it's not an automatic, oh, he's going to motion yeah. out into the formation. Right. They can hand him the football. And, and just so the I threat think of that, that just the threat, yeah, 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 absolutely. And it doesn't mean they're running some sort of fancy sweep or they're pitching it outside. You know, they can hand it to well, him, and he's shown he can go between the tackles. Kellen Moore is going to find a way to get Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard in the backfield the at yeah. the same time. Why not? Get ready. That, that, and that is going to present a lot of problems for defensive coordinators. And the other thing about Tony Pollard, whereas in the past you might have two backups to Zeke where one guy's going to come in on the third series of the game or whatever right. and do all the things that running, being able to run between the tackles. Well, Pollard can do that, plus he can be the third down back right. if, you, if that this, role. This could the be Dunbar the second role. coming of Tony Dorsett and Herschel Walker lining up in the backfield at <laughs> wow. the same time. Wow. <laughs> what a comparison. That wow. is quite, <laughs> quite the comparison. I'm, I mean, just an example. You're watching them out there right now, and I've said this before, but Mike Weber, number 40, I think it's the it's the Big Ten thing. Weber played in the Big Ten. Oh, he's this traditional back. You just watch Tony Pollard. The guy looks like a he could be an every down back. He's built that way. He's shown it a little bit already in what we see in a small sample size. Not an American football conference player. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> it's the Memphis Ohio State thing. I yeah. think that was the perception coming right. in. It's just not reality. Well, and the other part of that is because he wasn't the featured back at Memphis. We saw Darryl that guy Henderson, Henderson exactly last the week with the Rams. Yeah. Was. Yeah. So, um, so anyway. And otherwise, from the game the other day, what was it that stood can, out? Can I say another thing, yes. too, about, yes. about something that stood out? How about the young defense in the second half of that game, though? Yeah. There was a point in time where the, the Rams really weren't moving the football at all. And then it was guys like Hill and Jackson, and those guys were all making plays. They were affecting the way the Rams quarterbacks were having to try and uh, – the the distribution of the football. They, they were trying to run the waggles and the boots and good coverage by the young corners and safety. So th that second-half defense, I thought, did a nice job of just kind of holding in there, holding in there. You have to be proud about that because they could have very easily got hot, tired, and just gave up something at the end because they played a lot of snaps. But I, I was really impressed with the way that those young guys played in the second half. Do you think the uh, battle for the backup quarterback is over? I do. Me personally. It's Rush, right? It's Rush, After yeah. that game? Yeah, and I think, Mickey, we're, and guys, we're to the point where now it's, okay, how do we plan to get Mike White to the practice squad? And, and, you, and if, you, if that's the case, then you have to hope that there's not another team that had a nice college report about him. But I don't think there's anything that if, you, if I was a pro guy and I was watching his tape, say I was at the Buccaneers watching his tape, 
I would say Mike White doesn't look like the same quarterback. He doesn't look like the guy at Western Kentucky that was anticipating throws. There was a third down throw that he made that he could have made in that game the other day where they where Kellen Moore called an excellent route where they crossed underneath and it opened, it brought the safeties up and they ran the dig behind it. And if Mike White just makes that throw, it's a 19-yard gain. The sticks are moving. You're inside Ram red zone. Mike White just does not have the anticipation right now to make that throw. You know, and if you just if you just watch the difference between Cooper Rush dropping back to yeah. pass and Mike White yeah. dropping back to Absolute, pass, yeah. Cooper Rush looks like he's in control. Like yeah. I got this. Mike White looks like he's dropping back like a deer in head in the headlights. And and I just think the way he commanded uh, the offense and they gave him a chance. See, and, and, chance I, and, right? I, and I said last week maybe you give him the opportunity to go second. And they did. And they did. They did. And and what they thought about the first game that he played against the 49ers where there were some decisions he made irrespective of protection that could have been better. And, this, you know, the same thing happened against the Rams. The yeah. interception good he point. threw. Very good point. You know, this is an underthrown ball. Yeah. I think well, John Bay Johnson might have had, been, had a chance to get John that Bay ball. John Bay Johnson's got separation on the outside. Yeah. And Mike White, for a, and you're throwing he, a nine round, and he double pumps. He double pumps. pumped. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm going, and now his arm momentum, body momentum has stopped. And it, that, yep. you just can't, that's just indecision. You're throwing a nine route. you got to throw the nine yeah, route. You, you, and that's you, the you, same thing he did last week yeah. with the deep ball to – to Devin Smith, right. who was wide open, right, and and it and it, and it ended up being short and broken up. And by the way, Devin Smith, I think it might just be on this fifty. Oh, let me ask. Roster. Let me can I ask you guys this real quick question though? Is this thing we started off with all these wide receivers? Is it now a two-man race? Is it now okay? What is Cedric Wilson coming back off the uh, concussion protocol? Is is it now a two-man race for that sixth tell spot? You, tell you what, let's take that all question. Right. And I think when I we come back here on Talking Cowboys, Mickey is going to tell us what he <laughs> sees out there when we come back in just a moment. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at otterbox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it, upside down, like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You 
you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. And, fellas, boy, am I glad I brought my Jack Black product to training camp with me because it kept my face nice and fresh the entire time. And I made a special effort to get it because I know how good Jack Black is. Go to jackblack.com. And you remembered to bring it home. Well, I did. Well done, Mickey. And, well it, done. And, it came, and it went both ways safely, too. All right. All right. All right, uh, Brian asked a question about wide receivers right before the break. What did you see out there, Mickey? I did see Cedric Wilson back in practice. Uh, He suffered uh, the concussion against the 49ers and was in concussion protocol all last week, and now he's back on the field. So just in time, right? Because, as you mentioned before the break, Devin Smith's starting to separate himself, and Noah Brown still on active pup. Not ready to come back yet, Jason Garrett says. But are we all of the opinion that he's got a spot? Wow, this is getting interesting mm, no, now. Yeah, because I'm asking. I, I'm asking. I no, no, think, I know you are. Yeah, I think that he may end up staying there for a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. Like the, I think they think it's crowded now, and and maybe you you can leave him on pup, and he only has to miss six, six weeks. weeks. Six. Right. So they may go that route. Uh, and that's a way to make sure they keep his rights and yeah. have to release the way him. The way that and Mickey, I think, read this the right way, with Jason Garrett's press conference today and the way, well, he's not ready to practice, the plan, I, I believe Mickey's right here. They're going to keep him on pup. It, the, if the receivers hadn't separated themselves, if guys hadn't pushed the envelope to be on this team, I think it would be, okay, we need, we need Brown here right now. Boom, let's go. Okay. But, but I, think, I think that that's the way they're going to go. And, Bill, I think it comes down to the other three young guys. you, you got to do something in the games. Yeah. And they haven't. Yeah. You know, John Vay, okay, he made a couple catches, but he dropped two more passes. Right. Can't drop passes. And that's not this, this game. It's San Francisco, and it's the blue-white scrimmage. So he's got to step up if he's going to have a spot. And Jalen Guyton, I, we, we really haven't seen much from him. Yeah, every contested catch for Jalen Guyton seems like it's getting knocked down. Now, he's made some uh, practice, some right. catches where he's laid out, made vertical plays. But to me, those two guys are very practice squad-like yes, for me. Right. Well, and then Reggie Davis. Uh, the, yeah, the, that's, yeah that, that, that's a tough – that was a tough catch to make. But yeah. he's, he's well, got to catch it. Yeah, and talking and talking to some of the, the coaches about that, though, they really didn't have anybody else they wanted to put back there. So that's why Reggie Davis went the whole way. But I, I think that, you know, it's now it's going to be about – there's three guys that are looking at practice squad spots. There's two guys trying to make the sixth so, spot. So, okay. Or, or, or take Noah Brown's spot, too. So if Noah – say he's not ready and he starts on pup. Do you keep five instead of six, or is that six receiver spot then maybe go to an extra defensive lineman or an extra offensive lineman, though? You know, because so because Tavon Austin, I'm thinking, is the fourth receiver after yes. the top three. Is it down well, to you one? You don't think Cedric Wilson makes the team? I'm just saying, like, could are you are we 
assuming that it's six receivers if you don't count I Noah with along, the 53 right away. I think all along I've said six, but I like what Rob's saying because it's going to save me a spot. If I know I got a guy stashed on PUP for right for uh, six weeks, maybe I could yeah. I could live with five if I could get all my guys to the practice squad. And we don't know in two three weeks where they might be hurting injury-wise at other positions right. that they may have to go heavy. I think I they mean, like Cedric Wilson. I know oh, they like him, well, but yeah. and I think they got to like Devin Smith, don't you? Yeah, if, if but you they, But if, they if, like Jalen Jelks and, and Joe Jackson yeah. and a lot of these other guys. But no, if no Noah Brown, like Mickey's plan to PUP, Wilson and Smith make the football team for me at 5-6. At okay. That's just that's how I would look at it right now. Because but, but remember, Rob, I don't think Rob's wrong though. I don't think he. I don't think. I think he's got a good plan if you want to just go five. Remember I, Wilson last week, second half caught the punts. Absolutely. That's that's yeah, There you go. There you go. And so then, how many wide receivers are you going to put on the practice squad? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to have. I think. I think you got Davis has got eligibility. Uh, Giants got. Guyton. Yeah, and they've all got eligibility. Again, it goes back to grades. What kind of grades did these these other teams have on these guys? Yeah. And is the college, is the pro tape that you've seen through likely these guys playing four games? Is it likely going to get somebody to claim one of these guys? Now the first yeah. claim, it's, do they have to risks. keep them for There's three? No, it, it only goes. Yeah, it only goes to ninety. It goes to ninety. No, so, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, after uh, the no, 53. no. That's only practice squad. That's only practice if, squad. If they because they're they're. They can sign them to their team and cut them the next week. Absolutely, right? yeah. it's when you take them off the practice, practice squad. You got to keep game, for three, three games. Three, three games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, otherwise, defensively, Malik Collins and that it was great being alongside Daryl Johnston yeah. in the booth because he was seeing Malik for the first time really this camp and his immediate reaction on, he's, on seeing him. He's one of the top three players in camp. No question. He, about he it. has been disruptive. You saw it in the game the other day. The the, the the agility, the mobility, the ability to get around guys to be in the backfield. He's just so disruptive in the way. He the plays. GM and DJ wasn't happy with my five players to watch and four of them were on offense. <laughs> oh yeah, he didn't like that. <laughs> and he's going to, by the way, going to be doing the game again this week. Uh, oh, I better put the, three uh, defensive guys on there. And, Brian, you appreciate this. You know, in his role now as the uh, director of player personnel XFL, for the XFL He and I talked team. about it, yeah. Yeah. Sure did. Uh, it's interesting because he's <laughs> – Excuse me, he's really paying attention the second half. Oh, no, he, he's watching both teams, which is he's, he's <laughs> He probably, was probably taking notes, you yeah, know. He's marking right. him off that oh, flip card. That's what yeah, you do. Yeah, he's keeping his notes. Yeah. Oh, you want me to talk now? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm doing something else. <laughs> Bill's, Bill's second half, why don't you, why don't you talk him? I'm going to scout. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got just a minute left, uh, and uh, it's great seeing Sean Lee out there. Do you yeah. think he plays this week? No. No, I do not. Mm, no. no. No, I don't. Save him. I do. I think uh, save him for week one. Yeah, save him for week one. Try. They 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 have some young linebackers that need to continue to get rest. This Justin Phillips. Keep an eye. Yeah. We've already kind of kept an eye on him, but he's starting. He's got a guy that got on the roster, off the roster, back on the roster. He's trying to make a fifty-three man roster now. We never got to extortion. Have you been extorted any time in your life? What like are you Zeke talking is? about? What? Zeke? You didn't see the extortion oh, demands? Uh, the Vegas thing. Yes. Yeah. That's not important. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's yeah. laughable too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Seems like a lot of things are laughable right now. <laughs> yep. All right, so come out here to the Star and watch practice on Wednesday, Thursday, and then next Monday and Tuesday, and we'll be back here to talk Cowboys during practice again tomorrow. And the break is coming up next here on DallasCowboys.com. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!